Welcome to Real Chills Podcast. Real scary. Real silly. Real Real stories. Real Chills is a podcast of true paranormal stories hosted by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. Two comics who want to know more about the strange shit that goes on in the world. Each episode, we invite a guest to share their real stories. This week's guest is Pat Tahoney. The story I want to tell today is actually five or six small stories that, on their own, aren't really ghost stories, but... That they all happened together over the course of the three years my wife and I lived in this house makes me think something was happening down there. So we moved into a row home on Pine Street in 2015. 2015. The row home was split into two units. The second floor and the third floor was an apartment and then we lived on the first floor in the, and we had a basement. The basement was unfinished. It was a concrete floor, exposed brick, and they had put in this drywall in the middle of the basement to cover up a lot of pipes. It kind of looked like a like a real slapped together job because it made this crooked hallway in the middle of the basement, so you could never see one side of the basement from the other. So I would go down to the bottom of the stairs, and I would never be able to see all the way to the back of my house. Mm. The front of the basement had the windows and the doors and the stairs. The back part was completely sealed off. No windows, no lights, um, nothing back there. And when we first moved in, I went down to the back part of the basement to clean it out. And there was, like I said, no light. So I had to bring a lamp down with me. I turned (laughs) it on and I'm sweeping. And I find this piece of wood leaning up against the back wall. And I flip it over, and it's a painting. Mm. And I'm kind of dusting it off because it's it's <laughs> been down there for a while. And the painting is of a woman's face, and she's holding a, a bouquet of flowers. I'm sure if I had cleaned it a little bit better, I would have made more details. But the first thing that struck me about this painting is that this woman has no pupils in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it is just a woman with two white kind of gashes where her eyes should be. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I brought a photo of it. If you <laughs> want to throw it, it up it? on the Facebook. We'll see it after. And okay. I'm sure you can look closely and tell me I'm wrong, but this painting scared the hell out of me. There was yeah. no way I was going to take it out of that basement. Uh, so I, we sort of just left it down there, and it was a weird curiosity we would show to our friends. I don't know if it's because I found the painting or... What, but uh, two weeks later, my wife was working as a nurse um, on night shift at the time, so she would sleep during the day. So she was asleep in our bedroom um, one day, and the light fixture right above the bed just detached completely from the ceiling and shattered basically on the headboard of the bed, a couple, like maybe a foot away from where she was sleeping. You know, we didn't know what to make of that, you know, whether someone was trying to send us a message or mm-hmm. whether it was just an old house, but it was, it was creepy. So we kind of just left it off from now on and we just had a, a light bulb up there, mm-hmm. which was fine. 
She was also asleep on the couch in the front of our room one day. And like I said, it was the apartment was split into two units. And when we moved in the first year we lived there, nobody lived on the second floor. It was a front door. You would walk in. The door to our apartment was on the left. And then you would go up a flight of stairs to the second floor. She's asleep in the front in our living room on the couch. And she wakes up because she hears the front door open. Mm -hmm. And she hears someone run up the stairs and then run back down the stairs and then up the stairs again. And then the door opens and closes. And she calls our landlord to complain. Hey, I think the, the old tenants were trying to get back into their apartment. And the landlord says that, no, I changed the locks before you guys moved in. No one has a key except for me and you. Uh, and we never figured out what that uh, was about. He, cha he changed the locks on the door again mm -hmm. just to make sure it wouldn't happen. But we never really got an answer about that. That was what happened the first year. And it was quiet for a really long time after that. People would come to the house all the time and sleep in the basement. Uh, it was sort of like a guest room. Oh, yeah, I, nope. it, no. <laughs> no, people would kind of take it as a challenge almost. Mm -hmm. Like they would say, I, would, I want to sleep down in the basement. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I never slept down there because I didn't have to. But <laughs> my friend, our, our mutual friend, Jamie, whenever he mm -hmm. would come down to visit, would sleep in the back room. And he said it was the best night of sleep he's ever had in his life. Because there are no lights down there. Oh, you can weirdo. sleep in... <laughs> It's I Jamie love, Glesheen. I love, mm. Jamie, I love Jamie. Um, but he would sleep down there until like four in the afternoon. Like he would go to bed at 11 wow. and sleep until four in the afternoon because he's like, there was nothing to wake me up. Like I would just, you know, I was totally unsupervised. The next strange thing that happened was we would have mice in the apartment every now and then. I'm sure most people who live in Philadelphia have had a mouse at some point. But I was down there doing laundry one day and I heard like scurrying and I looked over and I saw this rat like not a mouse a rat this thing was the it's the biggest rat I've seen to this day this thing was like the size of a small eggplant <laughs> um, I had no idea how it gotten into the house and I was really grossed out mm. but I was about to go on a five-day trip to Chicago so I go to Chicago I come back I go back down to the basement to do laundry because that's where the washing machine and everything mm. was and I go down and I turn on the string light above the washing machine. And I look next to the washing machine and I thought it was a pile of lint. So I pulled my phone out and turned the flashlight on. And it was this rat. This rat had, for so, I don't understand what had happened. Because it had just kind of like sauntered up next to the washing machine and like, sat like like a sphinx and just it had died uh. it had just died there wasn't a mark on it wasn't like it had fallen and hurt itself oh, it had just like sat down and just completely passed away um mm. and so i scooped it up with a dustpan and tossed it outside and uh, <laughs> this was the upsetting part because the stain never came up uh. yeah it, it was just every time i would go down there i would see exactly where this thing was i, I bleached it i put like you know i did all this the swiffer wet jet everything and this stain would not come up huh. yeah so then that brings you know this next part is uh not fun because we got a cat towards the beginning of the third year we lived there 
His name was Davy. We got him as a kitten. He was like a like a I guess like a Russian blue sort of oh. like one of those like short hair dark cats. And it wasn't a big apartment, so we put the litter box down in the basement. So he would go down there, and we would keep the door open so that he would be able to go down there. One day, I, like, hadn't seen Davey for a while. And, uh, I, like, I wasn't sure where he was, because normally I would come in the house, and he would at least come up to investigate and see what was happening, and I, I hadn't seen him all day. So I went into the bedroom, and I, I found him in there, and he was, like, he was sitting that same kind of like sphinx way. It was it was really really strange, and he looked really really sick, and he th he threw up when I came oh. up near him. We took him to the to the emergency vet clinic over on Front Street, and uh, you know we they took him back there, and I'm just like, so what's going on with uh, with my cat? And they said we have no idea. We we haven't seen anything like this for some reason. His body's just shutting down, Whoa. and it was it was tough. He didn't he didn't make it through the night. Like if if that had just happened, I would understand. But just that it happened in the house along with everything else mm -hmm. going on. Like I'll never I, I don't have any way to prove it, but I'll never be convinced that that was a natural death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that cat was fine one morning, and then it just like a bolt of lightning just mm -hmm. struck it and the cat whatever was in the house took that cat mm -hmm. so we were thinking of moving out anyway mm -hmm. um, yeah you know for money purposes <laughs> yeah. for all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. your life yeah. yeah just for our own sanity and that sort of sealed the deal mm -hmm. so a couple months later we're starting to pack up and I go down to, um, I don't know if you've ever been to this shop on 4th Street Strange and Unusual no. Uh, mm. Oh, cool oh, you, it's bonkers, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just real like witchy, um, you know, paranormal awesome. stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Fourth and South street. I, th I think, I don't know if it's still there. It was there when I was living there, but I went in and I'm sort of just, we're sort of just window shopping. Our, our friend Emily is coming into Philly to visit and she loves that stuff. So we are going around and I mentioned the painting to the clerk. I'm like, would you be willing to buy this painting? And I'm telling her about the background. And she's like, there's no way in hell I'm buying that painting. <laughs> like, it's because obviously it's the real deal. And I'm not about to mess with something like that. But she does say, if you want, here's some sage. You can burn some sage. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I'll take anything at this point. It gets to the end of our lease. And we're about a week away from moving out completely. And we don't have a car at the time. And we're moving out to the suburbs. So every time we're moving boxes and stuff, we're pretty much taking it on the train, and like mm -hmm. going all the way out there. So this was one of the last trips I had packed up my backpack full of all the random stuff we had sort of missed while we were packing up the house. And I'm going through it. And I find the sage. And I'm sitting in Market East and I'm thinking to myself, if I don't burn this sage now, I never will. Mm -hmm. And if there is something in the house, it's going to be messing with whoever lives there after me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'm ever going to go back after today, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'll take a later train. I'm going to walk from Market East back to Pine Street and I'm going to sage the hell out of this apartment. Mm -hmm. Because that thing killed my cat, and I yeah. don't want it to do anything like that anymore. So I like 
put my backpack on and I'm walking up the stairs. And if you've ever been in Market East or, or Jefferson, you know, like you, you get to the stairs to go up to the street and you can't really see the top of them. So I get to the bottom of the stairs and this wet floor sign comes crashing down and misses me by like a foot and a half. And I'm like, oh, what? And I look up and there's this woman, like one of the people who kind of just like hangs out at Market East. And she's just standing up at the top of the stairs staring daggers at me. Uh. And I think, okay, game on. All right. (laughs) Whatever is out there doesn't want me back at this house. Well, I'm going to show you. So I walk to the other exit and as I come out, like the the sky just opens up and it's Mm -hmm. like one of the worst rainstorms I've ever walked through in my life. Like it's the kind of rainstorm where if you step off the curb into the street, like you are ankle deep in water. I'm just, I take the sage and I'm like holding it in my jacket, trying to keep it dry so that it'll burn. It's raining. I, I don't remember if there was lightning. I don't want to, dramatic (laughs) dramatize it or anything but I get back to the house and I put my key in and I just have this image in my head that as soon as I open the door that woman is going to be standing there that woman painting and I'm like like I can feel my heart going and it's ridiculous but I open the door and there's nothing there Mm -hmm. it's it's an empty apartment so good (laughs) so I like the sage And I start doing what the lady at the shop said, just like, you know, make your demands, like tell the, tell whatever's in that house, what it's going to do from there on. And so I'm walking through the house, kind of like waving this burning sage going, you will not hurt anyone else or anything else ever again. And I'm going, you know, from the front to the back, up and down the stairs, just kind of like waving the smoke around until it's burned down to a nub. And then I throw it on the basement floor and I smash it out mm. and I get my back out walk back out to the street and the rain stopped. It's like a Whoa. movie or something. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, catch the bus back up to the train station and I'm sitting on the bus and I'm, I'm soaking wet and I have just this crazy look in my eye <laughs> and the guy sitting in front of me is like probably 20 or 21 and he looks back at me and I have no idea why, but he says, so you're having a rough day, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm so amped up at this point. I just go, yeah, I um, I think I, I just saged my house because a demon killed my cat. Like I wasn't even in control of what I was saying mm-hmm. at that point. And this guy just goes, I feel you, man. I had the devil in me once. <laughs> like he's just, he's, like, he doesn't miss a beat. He's just totally accepting of this yeah. stuff I'm saying to him. Facts. Yeah, he's like, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. like. You know, Satan is real, and I sympathize with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I haven't been back to the house since then. I, I don't know who moved in after me, uh, or if anything happened since then, or, or if anything happened before then, but uh, we left the painting. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't going to take that painting. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my time on Pine Street. Wow. Wow. That yeah. was really good. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was sad. No, I mean, it was... The story is good. Riveting. Mm -hmm. I have so many questions. Oh, no. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) Let's see this painting. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, show her the painting. I hate it so much. What the fuck? This is, like, full brightness, too. I, like, turned it... Dear Lord. It is... Okay. Uh, Pat explained it perfectly. It... 
it's very dark and it's this woman and you she has no pupils. Yeah. And it looks menacing. Yeah. Like no yeah. pupils. And no point, it's not a happy expression. Yeah, no point can I imagine that this was intended to be a nice Was photo. it in a frame? No, it was just it was painted onto a piece of wood. You know, one of the things I know about I guess oil painting, so maybe I don't know anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I know like with painting you're supposed to paint in layers, but what I will say about this picture so, like, the pupils would be, like, one of the last layers because yeah. it sits on top. Yeah. But I do feel like they got pretty far with this, that it seemed like they would have gotten into more detail. Yeah. Like, and, and if you look yeah, it's upsetting. really you hard, maybe eye. you can see the pupils, but that first look is horrifying. No, it's so, like when Marilyn Manson wears, like, white contacts, where yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah where you're like, I think I see your eyes, but I don't know. And also, they left it. Yeah. Whoever made it or bought it or whatever just left it. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't like a painting with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. What if it was haunted painting? Haunted painting. Yeah, like twist. they like everything you know, have fun ladies because this is gonna mess up someone's this life. It's gonna ruin your life. Yeah. Did um your landlord ever explain any of it? Like did he know what it was or you didn't ask We never him brought him. it up to him. What? Um, our I mean, our landlord our landlord was sort of a um like he's the kind of landlord you only call when you really mm-hmm. need to yep. talk to. Mm-hmm. Not because he was like you know threatening to take our deposit away, but when we, when we first moved in, we were moving things in. And he was there to drop off the key. You know, he gives us the key and he's like, "All right, you guys got it. Do you need any help moving in?" We're like, "No, we're we're no. fine." He's like, "Okay, good, because I got another property to go open. I haven't slept in forty one hours." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk yeah, to you unless we have to. Yeah. He was he was an odd duck. When did somebody move into the apartment upstairs? It was almost exactly a year after us, and they were they were nightmares. But in, <laughs> in like a in like a uh, my roommate from hell kind of way. They were flight attendants, and they uh, never had a consistent schedule. Mm. So they would come back at like four a.m. on a Wednesday and be like, "Let's rage!" And so <laughs> they were right terrible. above us. They would be partying, and I more than once like had to go up and tell them like, guys. I have to wake up at five for work. Please stop teaching your dog French. Or, like, they were trying to teach their dog French at one point. It was really weird. Oh my God. But they would just be up at all hours of the night just like doing random you stuff. You should have sent the painting up there. I wasn't going to touch the painting, but you I didn't have to. Yeah, it? I wasn't yeah. going to touch that. Wait, so so I don't know Jamie well, but I have seen him do sketch and improv. Yeah. So uh, I know who he is and he's a great performer, but mm-hmm. he slept in the room with the painting or the other part of the room? No, he, he slept in the room with the painting. What a crazy person. No, well, he was, okay, in fairness to Jamie, he is a crazy person, but in fairness Jamie. to Jamie, <laughs> he was not the only one who slept in the room. Sure. Um, Did you make it nice or was it also just Yeah, no, we didn't. It wasn't just like he slept face on down the on the concrete. No. <laughs> I mean, if I I was like, this painting's still here. I would <laughs> no, we, um, well, when my wife and I, we hadn't lived together before we moved into the apartment, so we had a bed, and then we had another bed mm-hmm. that was, like, I think it was my bed before we moved in, so mm. we just threw it down in the, in the basement, and then we realized, well, we have a mattress mm. uh, and a lamp, like, why don't we spruce it up a little? So we put sheets on the bed, and we put, like, a little rug down there and mm. swept it out, and it was actually, like, a cozy little room that people could stay in for like a night or two your sister stayed there a bunch right she stayed there all the time (laughs) (laughs) i think i like was she was like i'm just crashing here i'm not even going home yeah my sister this was the haunted smush room right this was (laughs) 
Yes, this is the haunted smush room. Yeah. That's my favorite because friends would bring people back. Yeah, like I, I would have friends stay I there and they would so like text much. me like, hey, I know I'm staying in your room, but can I bring this, like I met this girl, can I bring her back? And it'd be like, I couldn't think of a compelling reason to say no. So I'd be like, fine, whatever. So people would like go down there and like, so happy. like, you know, they would. Yeah, everyone needs a haunted smush room. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, my heart is a haunted smush room. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that's so hilarious! Funny. Yeah, in in fairness to the people who were smushing, uh, I did keep the painting <laughs> facing the wall, so it wasn't like I feel like they should have had to make eye contact the, the with whole the time. painting the whole time. That's listen, that's the price you pay. That's a whole you have to make level, eye contact yeah. with it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because it 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 seemed to attack animals the most. Like yeah, it would, well. Smaller things. Maybe it just wasn't I, strong enough. Yeah. Well, the way the way I was looking at it was it was anything that spent a lot of time down there. Oh. Like people would stay down there for a night or two, but we never That's had fine. like a roommate down yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. The rat lived down there, and then Davy would spend all day down there a lot of the time because that's where his litter box was and, and a bunch of other things. Sending so, off rats. So, like, yeah, that rats, was why, yeah, rats, yeah. like, if anyone had ever asked to sublet, like, first of all, it was a total safety violation because there was only one door out. Oh, God, mm-hmm. no. Like, yeah. But nothing, like, no one would be down long enough for them to complain to me about haunting. So, yeah. So I think it's I think it was because the rat and because the cat were down there for a long period of time. It they were in make contact with whatever it was. Wow. I like that you were like, I saw this rat, but I had to go to Chicago. Was your wife just there? And you were just like, I'm just not gonna tell her. Yeah, did you tell her about it? I forgot rat? if I told my I definitely <laughs> told her when I found it. Uh, the second time. The dead one. Like but that's like, the biggest rat I've ever seen. I'll I'll we'll circle back to this. Yeah, it was it was like a we have enough to worry about. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that rat's not hurting anything. Yeah, I mean it's already there. So. Yeah, I wasn't about to like drop everything I was doing and. I mean, if you think about it. it from like a pest situation, the painting is pretty great. It's like you're on the little mousetrap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it works, it works. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad about All your right. cat. I know. Yeah, that's a really. God, I feel was, really bad about that. That's... I mean, yeah, I just. Like that, that was what took it from the level of this is just like a weird, these are weird coincidences to there's something malevolent living Mm -hmm. in this basement. Yeah. Because I, again, like the the vet was absolutely baffled. They were like, because they they did a blood test to see if he had like eaten a chemical or anything. Right. Yeah. Just nothing. Like, and when it was all over, we're like, do you have any idea what might have happened? And they're like, no. Honestly, the best we can come up with is maybe he had a congenital defect, but like we've just, like, it was like everything had just shut down at once for no reason. That's so scary. Yeah. I'm sad. I think you said strange and unusual. I think I have been there. Is it the one that has like a doorway into a doorway? Yeah. Or like there's like the, the, it's like a big case of all kinds of stuff and then you go in? It's, uh, okay, so it's. On Fourth Street between Lombard and South, you sort it's like a big. Oh, glass it's between window. Lombard. And it's South. between Lombard and South. Oh, yeah. then I haven't been there. That I was I, thinking it was on South Street. No, it's it's right off of South Street. It's right if like you know where Milk Boy is. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right up the street from Milk. Okay, okay. And, we'll have to go. Um, should go. Yeah, I I think it's still open. I mean, it, it seemed like it was doing pretty well when I was living down there, but you I mean, know, 2015 was like. Well, this brief. was in 2017. Yeah, it's probably there. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, it's probably still there. 
So you haven't even like walked by your old place? Just like not had the chance to walk by? I, I've driven past it. I drove, I don't remember why I, I drove past it, but we drove past it and I kind of like glanced, but I haven't walked around or, mm-hmm. or knocked yeah. on the door or anything like that. When you said like the scariest thing you could imagine was that woman standing there, I think if you drove by, the scariest thing I could imagine is just seeing the seeing woman. Seeing her, yeah. 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 Oh mm-hmm. my God, yeah. yeah. But also how great would it be to just like give her the middle finger as you drive by? Yeah. Just like, oh, this is yeah. for baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I also think it's really crazy just how things outside of the house were kind of ramping up, you know, with the, yeah, the that, lady throwing the sign at you. Did yeah. she throw it? Did it just Yeah, fall? no, she threw it she because she was standing out. at the top and like a septic cop came running over to grab her. Like, mm. She had just, I don't know, grabbed the sign and just like hammered through it down the her. stairs. Yeah. yeah. Even um, if it was, like, all universe coincidences, like, the universe, the rain, like, all works rain together rain. with, like, energy yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, it's, it's, after a while, like, you stop thinking about it in terms of coincidences and go, even, even if all this stuff is happening independently of each other, what are the fucking odds yeah. that it would all happen right now? Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Fucking crazy day. Yeah. yeah. And the way you described, like, that last moment, number one, good for you for being such a good person to go back yeah. and be like I gotta make sure this is happening to anybody sure else you were gonna not do it oh, <laughs> so thanks. when you were ramping it up you're like so I just left yeah I just yeah. never went back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I took that stage and I burned it all over my new house yeah, yeah. coward to this day yep. <laughs> no I think that's like a, that's it's a very yeah. uh, well I was I was pissed I was mad like I I love that little like okay so my wife had to talk me into getting the cat because you know Aww. I am I have a heart of stone but you're like we have all these pet rats here why do we need a cat yeah. <laughs> yeah. tons of them yeah aren't, aren't these mice good enough <laughs> we already named them but you no know, like this thing Davy really grew on me like he was my little buddy yeah. and uh, and then suddenly like in the course of eight hours he was gone and That's it awful. just pissed me off and yeah. I guess it was revenge more than anything like, yeah you know if if that hadn't happened, I would not have saged the house. Yeah. Like, if it had just been a bunch of weird, kind of, like, quasi-spooky stuff that had happened over the course of three years, I would have been like, oh, it's a fun story to tell the party, but yeah. I'm not going to take any action about it. But, like, when the cat passed away, I'm like, it's on. Yeah. This, yeah. this thing is, is going to pay. It's bonkers. Yeah. I'm just staring at the painting like I can't. Yeah. Remember. Oh, and then I sent you the other picture too. Oh yeah. And I, I couldn't figure out a way to fit this into the story like organically, but I was. We can talk about it now, whatever. It yeah. Is. So what I was down it? there one day, and that drawing just showed up on the wall, Ugh. and I have no idea what the hell it is. <laughs> I know, but then it says "hmph," which makes it cartoony, but yeah. it's not. Is it a dragon? It has hooves. It looks like you a know pig rat. Like, and this is how like the devil. Right? Learn it, I am. It looks like a chimera. Oh. Because it's the Greek mythology. It has the head of a lion, the tail of a dragon, and the Mm -hmm. hooves of a goat. We'll share this on our show notes for sure. I wish I could see, like, what this... It totally does look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, like, look at that one. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I was, like, downstairs one day moving boxes or something, and I looked up, and I, I, and I know, I'm sorry the picture's so bad, but there was, like, no good way to take a picture. No, it, like, even if somebody had made that image... And then, like, they painted over it, and then it was just, like, leaking through. That's, like, what happens, basically. Yeah. It's, like, you can't see it very well. Yeah, so, like, that's the kind of stuff that makes me think, you know, some, something was down there, and it yeah. was trying to make its presence known or something. Yeah. Because I sure as hell didn't draw that. Yeah. 
And even if it's just like, wow, well, like regular people like did this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, even like if it was one why of the, were they so moved to do that? In even that if it was space? one of the smush guests, like the smush, what, what the hell? The like, guests. why would you do How that? How could you do that? <laughs> we're gonna lose our deposit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so weird. Yeah. What a weird fucking house. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was cool. While good we on lived you for there staying for that long. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was a decent house to live in. Like, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't have stayed there that long if there weren't like good no, people. like it was never the plan to like live there forever. You know, it was it was good while we lived there. It was in the middle of the city. It was close to everything fun. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a great it was a great place. Yeah, except got, for the uh, haunted part. Yeah, yeah. Except for the haunted <laughs> part. Yeah. yeah, I got uh, we got married while we were living in that house, Aww. so it was you know it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah good stuff happened there nice. too. But that's not what this podcast is about. No, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that you try to sell the painting. They're like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, fuck that. Because wow. people try to sell haunted things all the time. And people are like, yeah, give me that haunted thing. Yeah. And they're dumb. They're, yeah, they are dumb. Are that's dumb true. People. Yeah. Yeah. You don't ever want to buy stuff that's tormenting another group of people. Yeah. It's, you know. I want to know what. I love that you tried to sell it, though. You were like. Yeah, I mean, we might as well, because it was, uh... Also to put, give it to somebody who can, like, do something with it that's, like, Yeah, more, it, it, it yeah. seemed like the right aesthetic, the store, like, if, you have, if you, you're going to go inside the store at some point, you're going to oh, yeah. know... Oh, right this after is, this podcast. This is exactly yeah. the place that would accept a painting like this. Mm-hmm. And honestly, because the woman who, at the cashier's desk, was just talking shop with everybody, and I wanted to seem cool, so I'm like, I have this painting in my basement, and she's <laughs> okay. like, whoa, no way, and I'm like, do you want to buy it? She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> You'll kill me. This whole thing feels like a movie, like talking to a shop owner mm-hmm. and giving you advice. Yeah, yeah. Going. Yeah, she was she was super cool. Um, yeah, yeah. She knows her stuff. I I have only been in there twice, so it's not like you know we know each other or anything. But mm-hmm. she seems mm-hmm. like a super helpful person. You can tell this stuff about, and they're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah. Like this is a, a, a issue we is. need to address. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Problem solver. Problem solver. Yeah. Nice. Real type A personality. Yeah. yeah. Well, sweet. Thank you for sharing your story. Super interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So it's my turn to do the story. I'm super excited. Recording on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. May 5th. So I thought, uh, what better time than now to get a case straight from Mexico? But before we start, I did some research and realized researching in Spanish was really hard. So I ended up reaching out to my sister's fiance, who is Mexican and super patient and the best. Shout out Josue. And, uh, <laughs> He's got to stay on that family's good side. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you emphasize patient. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've been texting and calling him like all week. <laughs> like, just, like, I know you're probably tired of talking about Mexico. And he's like, no, no, no. And he's like, he just knew all of it. Right. Like he didn't have to Google anything. He just is like his mind smart. was his Google. Yeah. He's very smart. The other thing that I thought was really funny that he told me was that th- in Mexico, they don't really celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Like, it's not that hmm. I thought it was like their Independence Day, but it's not. Their Independence Day is September. Is in September. When they actually gain independence. Yeah, yeah. when they got it. Usually, usually you, se- you celebrate the day it happens. I'm dumb. Yeah. So, wait, what's the good amount all about that? It's the, they won the Battle of Puebla, which was like a huge boost in morale for the yeah. Mexican Revolution. That I had heard something similar a while back. Yeah. And the way I think about it is, I guess we picked Cinco de Mayo because it's at the beginning of spring and it's yeah, nice out and yeah. we want to celebrate. 
and it would be like if I went to Mexico and everyone was going real hard for President's Day. <laughs> like one of those American holidays we don't really think about, yeah. but they were all dressed as George Washington and just like doing shots. And <laughs> just like, chopping down cherry yeah, trees. Yeah, chopping down trees. Just apple and, schnapps everywhere. Yeah, apple, yeah, they're all doing apple schnapps and whatever mm-hmm. Lincoln drank. Like oh. probably, probably whiskey. Just bad whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. Like since we did That'd like, be awesome. Yeah, oh my God. Can you imagine? That would be so it's like a thousand Mexican college students yeah. like dressed as Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm on board for that. Yeah. All yeah. drinking Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's crazy. My case is on a city in Mexico that Josue is from. It's located in Michoacan, Mexico, and the municipality is named Morelia. This is a really cool case for Cinco de Mayo because the city of Morelia is named after Jose M. Morelos who is known in Mexico for helping lead the Mexican War of Independence movement. He's known as like a like a fun fact on Wikipedia is that he's known as a successful military leader despite the fact he never took full mil- like a, t- a full military career and instead was just like a priest who was like pissed oh, off. So that was his side job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was his side gig. He was yeah. just so good his at side it. Side hustle? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but he And he got he, a whole province named after him? Yeah, yeah, cuz he he was really good. He, yeah. And he's, like, beloved in Mexico. Okay. The equivalent of that now would be, like, if somebody was just, like, named an honorary general because they were a really good, passionate Uber driver. Yeah. Right? yeah. Can, you, can you imagine getting, like, a like a town named after you because your Etsy is so good? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I, don't, I think that's kind of unfair because he definitely had a huge impact in the war and was executed for his, like, rebellion mm. at some point. So he's, like... He's a badass. Like, I yeah. think I think the church actually tried to get involved and, like, stop the execution, but they couldn't. Mm. And His execution? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. But don't quote me on that, because I read that and, a long and that's, time ago. So if that's wrong, that's the other I'm thing. Sorry, Can you imagine <laughs> him being your priest? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. you go to confession, and you're like, oh, I, I uh, stole an apple from the apple cart. And he's like, it's cool. I threw a guy off a building. Like, I threw a guy <laughs> off a fort once. I like, fought yeah. four men yeah. <laughs> with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> I killed a guy with a pineapple. Like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. heat of battle. Yeah. So the city of Moralia, it's rich in history. It's also full of paranormal activity, which is what we're talking about. So the first thing that I was made aware of, it's this abandoned haunted hospital called IMSS, for an article from Obscure Ocula. In this hospital, there's an operating room where a man appears every night and just walks through the walls, just wailing. And you can just hear it, like, get further away. Um, oh. Yeah. And then in the morgue, uh, there's often strange noises like the sound of broken glass and doors open and closing, which is really spooky. And But I think the part that I really thought was super interesting is on the eighth floor of the hospital, there's a woman in a white coat who actually leaves bloody footprints as she walks. Oh, God. Isn't that wild? Yeah. That's um, completely bizarre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, people definitely stay away from this hospital. <laughs> I think there's office buildings in one wing of it, but they all keep people away. Is it me. still like an operating hospital? It's not, no. Okay, so it's a closed hospital. Yeah, some of, like, I think the wing where all the hauntings are going on is, a, a lot of it's been demolished, some of it's still around. Okay. But then there's like another part of the building that's just office space. How weird is that? Oh, man. Can you imagine just staying late one night and yeah. seeing bloody footprints everywhere? God, I would hate to mm. be like an insurance adjuster. Right. Like, it's like <laughs> walk to the water cooler and the dude just walks through a wall and you're like, ugh, Mondays. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the, the hospital. But let's see. 
The people of the city also believe that there's gold hidden somewhere within the limits, but it's dangerous to search for. I found a quote from a resident of Moralia. It was obtained for USC's Digital Folklore Archives, Ooh. which is super fun and cool to look through if you're bored and have a bunch of hours. <laughs> they just collect folklore stories, and they don't name the people. I just know he's a middle-aged school teacher. That's all the information. Mm-hmm. And this was his specific story. I did speak with Josue and said that that sounds doesn't sound like more of like the city story, but like on the outskirts, it's probably something that people believe. Here's the story. They always said that there were two nights every single year. I don't remember when or how, but there was a certain specific time of the year that you were forbidden to leave your house after 11 p.m. Otherwise, you would encounter not really ancestors there, but some other people, especially those who wanted to do bad stuff, people who couldn't rest in peace. They would come on those specific nights. (laughs) I think this is translated from Spanish. Of course, nobody left their houses during those two nights because they believed and were respectful of the tradition. Wait, so they were two nights in a row probably? Two nights in a row. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was two nights in a row. Mm -hmm. So as far as I remember, nobody saw anything, but it's it's probably because nobody went out. They didn't leave their house at all during the day or just at night? After 11 p.m. Oh, okay. No one was allowed out of the house after 11 p.m. Yeah. So, so no one was allowed of the house, allowed out of the house, like as a tradition, or was there like a city ordinance, like please do not? Leave I the think house? it was just it's like just a it's folklore. Like okay. I think like the grandparents in the house were like nobody's leaving. Okay, you're all grounded. <laughs> like we're not. Doing you're this. not going out on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. He's like, I don't know why. I don't know why the things came out on those nights, but there are two specific nights, one right after the other, that you were just grounded. Related to it is if you went out an hour before from 10 p.m. right to 11, if you were brave enough and lucky enough, you would see flames on the ground appearing like magic. Wow. And you'd have to try to remember where the flames were coming from because after you stayed in the next night, because these are two nights, on the third day, if you go to that spot and, and dug, there'd be gold. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And the teacher was Why asked... don't they lead with that? <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> don't, don't talk about it's like Ghost though. Weekend. Just know. like, hey, free gold weekend. Just <laughs> it's not Ghost Weekend. It's free gold If you weekend. are like me and you sometimes subscribe that you want to believe ancient alien theories, yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's aliens setting the gold on fire oh, so they can come get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be aliens. Aliens just tricking people to be like, yeah, stay I mean, inside. I'm not. We're ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's any less crazy if it's yeah. aliens. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Fire on the ground. Yeah. and That's like something out of the Bible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or Game of Thrones, or just Game on of the ground. Thrones, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hosea did mention that this city was big them? for like rebels during the revolution and they did like collect a ton of gold mm-hmm. to kind of just you know for the war so there are incidents of there being gold around like this isn't just like a whole bunch of made-up garbage <laughs> like he said there's actually a super rich guy that would just buy old houses and demolish them and search for gold oh and now he's extremely rich yeah sometimes he'd actually end up finding it hmm isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, if it if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. I mean, if you have the money to do it. You're yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a little, like, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that you'd find gold. Yeah. And then at the end, the teacher advised where the story came from. He says, it came from our grandparents, actually. And my dad told me that his dad, so like his grandpa, swears that he saw some of those flames, but he was so afraid to go and dig because he thought he would find something else instead of money. Mm. 
Isn't that I can see I feel like it's worth it. Yeah, I can, well, I can <laughs> see that why buried the lead with that one. Yeah. I'm sure there's definitely, like, someone who went digging where the flames was and they just found, like, an old picture of, like, a little girl in a communion dress and they like, put the this. dirt right back over yeah. it. Yeah. This is someone else's flame. Can you imagine, oh. though, if, like, this specific person's dad was just like, yeah, the reason we have no money is because I didn't dig right? up. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we could have been we rich. So like. poor, but he wouldn't follow the flames. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would you guys? Would you go for it? Like, you'd have to wait a night. But would you go the next night? I'd, if, if the folklore was, like, fully laid out there, like you've described, where it's like, well, if you see fire in this one-hour period, and then you go back two nights later and dig it up, you'll find money, hell yes. You would do it? Yeah, if it was just, like, you'll find ghosts or money, then I would, like, have some trepidation, but yeah. if it was just, like, you see these flames, you get your house, like, back to the house, you get your ass back to the house, then you go back out, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would just come back with a metal detector the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really not wait around day. for the fire. You would yeah. wait for the next you you would go the next day. You would Yeah, like I would I would Damn. get a hotel far from where all this was happening and mm-hmm. go there in the morning with a metal detector mm-hmm. and just game the system. I wonder though if it's the fire on the ground on the first day and then it's like curing all of the gold to make it appear in two days. So yeah. what if you're missing oh, out maybe. because yeah, maybe it won't be that Yeah, good maybe the, the two days is important. <laughs> oh, like it's uh like leprechaun gold. Like, yeah. It's only there for so long. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. my friends would be so pissed if I was the one because I have no sense of direction. <laughs> would, like, that third day would just be us wandering around with a metal detector like, Meg, it's been four hours. I'm so sorry, but I told the story as an anecdote of how the one day you got so lost in South Philly that you just couldn't go on with your day. <laughs> oh, yeah, Because yeah. of your car. You parked your car and then you're just like, I'm just not going anywhere else today, I guess. I'm just done. Yeah, I don't... This is a long time ago, but I... <laughs> I lost, I lost my car so bad I had to call out of work. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Holy shit. <laughs> but I was so sad and I was asking people for direction and they were so nice to me until they realized I had parked my car previously. They're like, wait, you're the one who parked it? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, fuck off. Like, like, they just left. Like, oh <laughs> they're like, screw you. <laughs> And, like, my, my ex, but, like, my boyfriend at the time, he was, like, it's near the colorful sidewalk, as if that's going to help me. So now what? I'm going up to these people, like, hey, do you know where the colorful sidewalk is? And they were, like, no thanks. <laughs> like, we're not doing this. So I have no sense. Long story short, I have no sense of direction. What did you tell your supervisor when you called out? This was a long time ago. I don't <laughs> yeah. work for that company anymore. No, but I think about this story frequently, and then also it's a cautionary tale for me. Because I, if I don't know where I've parked, I put down in my phone exactly where I parked. You have to. Because I do not want to relive your day. I I always text myself where it is Mm -hmm. now, and then memorize things on the way. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of the street sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I'm not from the city, so the idea of losing a car is so foreign to me. Because it's so huge, and you just lose it. And you're like... Was my car stolen or yeah. did I just misplace I it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. But yeah. So my friends probably wouldn't even come with me to do that. <laughs> like, Mate, you find it first and we'll help you dig the rest of it. But we're not doing this. You can you. easily find your car or gold. Yeah. Do, they, do they say <laughs> the how much gold to my you dig car. up? Do they say how much gold you stand to gain by They didn't say how much it was, but they did say you would need to bring help. Oh, so wow. Oh, that's a lot of gold. Yeah. That's a ton of gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever held gold, like, in a it's significant heavy. amount? I have not. But when I see people... Only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when I see people on TV, like, 
hold a gold bar, and they're always just like, Hoo! and they're like, yeah. they basically like drop like four inches because they are surprised at how heavy it is. I want to, I want to hold a medal that I'm surprised I at how heavy like it is. I feel like I have, but I cannot for the life of me remember the context. Maybe like, like a can't. science class or That's something. You got to like, like hold a, a gold weight or something. That's like, uh, like a museum. Like a sleepover at the Franklin Institute. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I think it was something like I was little for sure, well, but it is. When you were in the entourage of that rapper for that brief period of time, mm-hmm. you're just holding. Mm-hmm. You're the gold holder. We made it gold Every entourage has one. Mm-hmm. Realized how bad that was. So yeah. cool. And then I have one last really quick story. This is about Josue's high school. It's called the Servant of the Nation Institute. And it's believed that the building that the school occupies was once a hospital. So during the war, like Red Cross and whatever the Red Cross of that time was, would take up the buildings just anywhere that it could. Students at the school claim to see a revolutionario. Whew. That's a big word. You try. You try say it. Revolutionario. 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 Yeah. They. The student. What? Why are you guys laughing at me? I'm like sweating trying to do this because I know I'm just a dumb American and I I don't want the whole. No, you're doing great. Hey, we're country all, of we're all Mexican on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. The most important day in Mexican history. Yeah. The most important day. Yeah. Yeah, so they say that they see a revolutionario that appears in the same classroom. There's also a small child apparition that likes to play by the staircase in the school. And many people believe that the ghosts have remained at the school due to hidden gold. They love gold. They do, man. It's, I mean, it's that's like one of the big things from Mexico, though, is like, that's why conquistadors were like, we're taking this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why the aliens were there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because people have found gold places. You know, like it is, and precious metals like, like silver is a big thing with Mexico yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not as like weird as like us being like, oh, maybe we'll find gold outside of South Philly. Yeah, or something. yeah. Like I wasn't about to dig under the stain that rat left. <laughs> maybe there are coins. <laughs> you should have. That's like a video game. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, that's the city that is from Mor- Morelia. And I definitely want to go one day. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. You know, I think about this, again, going back to TV from Downton Abbey, like places that just have to become hospitals because there's just stuff going on during like different war times. Yeah. 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 And so that's really interesting. So his school used to be a hospital. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Apparently it's like a a really big old building. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, they can't do that anymore because of the, the Constitution can't just make everything a hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the damn constitution. Yep. I'm, a, I'm uh, in law school, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that story. That's really interesting. Oh, yeah. And oh, thank great. Hosway for us. Yeah, I will definitely. It's a great story. Yeah. And yeah. I want to get him you. on the cast, too, because he's... he's yeah. I think because I'm really interested in the ghost stories and folklore of Mexico and other places in South America and Central America because, Mm -hmm. like, it's just super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I also didn't want to do a case we knew. So, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to do, like, the Chupacabra or Mm -hmm. La Lorena. Yeah. Yeah. Done to death. Yeah, yeah. well, a movie just came out, and I just felt like there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much you can actually find. not treading any new ground here. Yeah. Yeah. Gold-filled ground. Well, I love <laughs> things that are based in, like, smaller towns and areas, yeah. too. So. Yeah, that folklore is so interesting because it's not a scary story. Like, it's just what happens in the town. It's a like, it's just yeah. yeah, it's just almost... I mean, I don't know if it comes to the level of, like, oh, this is just fact. Like, mm-hmm. this is what all, we, all, we all believe. But it's not creepy. Like, it's, it's yeah. very just part of life in yeah. certain yeah. towns. Well, and I... 
I'm also going to show that I don't have that much information at hand or that much knowledge, but is it El Dio, or I guess it's La Dia? I don't know. Dia. The day, Dia de los Muertes. Oh, yeah, the day. So, day. the Day of the Dead. Like, so that also seems like there's probably the connection of, like, it's just a fact that the people there might believe, like, oh, there's spirits that just come back. Yeah. 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 Just how it is. Yeah. I wanted to do Alabrijes, which is, like, big for Dia de los Muertes, but... There's not a lot of, there's not as much lore as I thought there would be. Hmm. So they're like spirit animals, but they were really just like created by this artist who like saw them in a fever dream. Oh, cool. Isn't that awesome? And they were too scary, so he had to like dial it back a little bit and make (laughs) them like colorful and cool looking. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was about it. And I was like, dang it, I wanted to do more about it. Yeah. There's so many like just really rich and cool things you can learn even just like looking into like the paranormal of other places like just super awesome weird stuff happens everywhere yeah <laughs> this has really changed my opinion of ghosts now i just think of them as like atms yeah right? <laughs> they can be yeah, yeah. well i learned something today. well nice let's play a game this game is called don't judge me but <laughs> it's like never have i ever but it's the opposite so if we were playing Never Have I Ever, I would say Never Have I Ever played with a Ouija board. But in this game, don't judge me, but I have seen a UFO, if you listen to episode two. <laughs> it's a very positive spin. Yeah. No one's accusing anyone of doing anything. Well, yeah, exactly. We're all admitting yeah. our darkest secrets. Exactly. It's, it's trust. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Do you want to go first, Meg? Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't judge me, but I had a crush on the little vampire. From that movie, The Little Vampire. What was that movie? That, I I can remember seeing a commercial. It's like for this it. little. He looks like the kid from A Christmas Story. I was his as age. a vampire. Yeah, I was his <laughs> age. So this wasn't like a recent. You mean thing. Mikey? What do you mean Mikey? What? Isn't he the kid Mikey from the cereal commercials? This guy. And like um, from the Jerry Maguire oh, movie. Oh wait, that kid was in The Little Rascals. Like like Is the one Mikey? that came out. I think he was in Stuart Little. Oh, is that the kid from Stuart Little? I don't know. Is his name Carrie Kirkpatrick? <laughs> this is getting. We more might have to start this over. This is getting more and more. We're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I regret this one. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Judging. <laughs> okay, we're gonna shut it down. Because yeah. I thought you were when you said the little vampire. For whatever reason, I was thinking Eddie Munster. Oh, is yeah, what I was no. thinking. That's yeah, because done. I told you guys this one, and then you both stared at me like you had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, did I just tell you guys? I think little vampires are the scariest vampires. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like the same age as any other vampire. I understand why you don't stop for kids on the side of the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't. Because they could be anything. I mean, do you remember in Interview with a Vampire, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. yeah. It's vampire. exactly like that. Yeah. She was crazy. Though. She was the scariest part of that movie. Yeah. yeah she was horrifying. Yeah. He was like just a kid that turned into a vampire. He wasn't a bad guy. He's like a cool 90s kid. I feel judged. No. Well, oh. I mean, you should feel judged. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the opposite of this game. I know. You guys, I told you the game rules. And Maybe we shouldn't have started with it. I, just to be clear, this is a drinking game. That Meg taught us. Yeah, we, okay, so. And they're not doing perhaps good. Perhaps we are not to blame, as we have never played, so. I thought we'd start with a fun one, because my other one is so scary. Okay, I, that, that was a, a 
Good job. Good I, I have a movie-related one, if we want to segue into something else. <laughs> so don't judge me, but mm -hmm. I have gone swimming in the actual lake from Friday the 13th, the original one that Jason Voorhees drowned in. Whoa. And that like, got the whole thing started. Uh, so I was a Boy Scout for many years. And the camp they used to film the original movie, Camp Crystal Lake, is an active Boy Scout camp in New Jersey called Novi Bosco. Mm. And I went there for a summer camp once. And they have, like, the Crystal Lake sign. That's so cool. In, that, in the building, like, next to the pool. Not, uh, pool. The lake. <laughs> I went swimming in it. Like, and it was fun. And, you know. But in the daytime, not at night? Or do you I'm, swim yeah, at night? Yeah, I'm not a lunatic. I was swimming <laughs> during the day, yeah. But you do have to, like, they actually would say, be careful before you go in the lake. We're like, why? Is Jason in there? They're like, no, there's a, like, a huge snapping turtle in there. <laughs> and like, oh, if wow. You, yeah. You know, Jason Voorhees takes off the mask and it's just a Ninja <laughs> Turtle underneath. It's a snapping yeah, turtle. Ca cowabunga. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome, yeah. Nice. So that is... Don't judge me, but when I was a kid, my neighborhood went on to lockdown because there was a murderer who was on the loose behind our house in the woods. That's so scary. Was it you? It was not. I was okay. a kid. All right. Then it's <laughs> easier to not judge yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Did they catch the guy? Yeah. He actually murdered the person? Yeah. It was oh. like this whole like a love triangle issue. Oh, no. But when you're a kid, and this is before the internet and all those alerts, like you just hear like police sirens and helicopters and like news, you know, all that stuff. That's so scary. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. That's, oof. Yeah. And our house backs, it would back up to the woods. Ours was like the closest to like. So like you could see the helicopters going around. Yeah. And like, so my parents lived in a, like a development, but behind us was undeveloped. Like the houses that were back there were really like creepy. There were dogs that would like bark through the night, Ugh. like hunting dogs. People would like shoot guns back there. Mm -hmm. And so something had happened and then the, this person was apparently like walking through the forest like trying to like that's so scary yeah cool okay mine's scary too don't judge me but i gave my phone number to a creepy dude who followed me from my apartment's laundry room up to my door like we got onto the elevator and i was like what number are you and he's like it's fine <sighs> okay walked out of the he elevator. didn't live in that building did he i don't I, he's i am going to judge you <laughs> Okay, wait. Wait, I just need more wait. information. Did he at all resemble the little oh, vampire? I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm making it sound like I gave it to him because I was interested. I gave him my number because I didn't want to get murdered. Oh, okay. Because he had been at my door and wouldn't leave. Did, did and I lived alone. So you gave him the number after he had already he followed you. was following you. me and I was like, I couldn't shake him and I didn't want him to come into my apartment and I lived alone. He's like... Being real creepy, just and not this, leaving And this me alone. is probably my privilege speaking as a white man, but was it your real phone number? Yeah. Oh. I'm but a, why? I, I, Did he ever message or like scared. contact oh, yeah. you? He messaged me a lot. But <sighs> and he lived in your building. Yeah. Ugh. Which is the worst. We had like security and stuff, but he lived there. Yeah. Like, what was I going to do? That's a nightmare. I know. It was really scary. He was just. I'm judging because I care. I also want to be clear. I should have given him a fake phone number, but I also was afraid of seeing him around. Like. Or having him be like, I'll text you now so you have mine. And yeah, then not getting so it while you're... Yeah. X Factor, yeah. But I, I did try... I did tell him I had a roommate, even though I didn't. Just so he... That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. But it was really scary. Yeah. 
Anyway, don't judge me though, because I did it because I didn't want to get murdered. No, with all the context, I'm not judging. Yeah, you. it's not okay. like I was like, oh, this is. Ooh, it's it's like me my the more you explain high. it, it is very understandable. Oh yeah, and the, very, and the intelligent thing to do. It was scary though. Yeah, because like that dude. Still scratching my head about the little vampire. Little <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was his age. You know, it, yeah, you were the same age. Yes. he was a movie star. He was. A, he was. He was Mr. Hollywood. And he turned yeah. into a vampire. Yeah, and that's, and that's cool. What's not to like? Yeah. And they didn't eat people in The Little Vampire. They ate cows. And it I was, was like, I get it. That's why I remember it. Because I remember the commercial with the vampire cow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's the it's all coming cows. back to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It also okay, was yeah, the... good on you. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting for the stars. <laughs> it was the precursor to Twilight. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did Twilight before it was Twilight. Pretty it was Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but it was just for that age-appropriate group. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm on board. a sucker. All right. Don't judge me, but I have had sex in a house where a murder occurred. What? While, were you having sex while this murder occurred? No. Okay. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> After we graduated from college, my girlfriend, who is now my wife, mm -hmm. moved into a house with a couple of friends of hers. And one of the guys she lived with, her his girlfriend um, was like very in touch with nature. And she would come into the house and say, there's like a bad energy in this house. Mm -hmm. And she would say, oh, I felt someone swipe my hair, things like that. Ugh. And we would just kind of like write oh. it off as, uh, okay, scary. you're a hippie. I'm sure you feel bad energy all over the place. Mm -hmm. Modern life is a nightmare. <laughs> and then our friend Sam, who is a historian by profession, decided, oh, I'm going to look into the house because it seems really cool. So he dug up these articles from the Philadelphia Inquirer back in like the 1890s or something. Whoa. Yeah, he knows his shit. Yeah. And so he told us that the newspaper indicates that a woman was murdered in that house yeah. back in the 1890s. I never said I was sorry to that girl. <laughs> we were all saying, hey, chill out. But, you know, you, you feel like, okay, maybe I was I was quick to judge. <laughs> because this is... What? This... You quick to judge? That's so... It's like we're just talking context adds everything, okay? Now that I know that there's a murdered lady spirit in that house, it's all different. Turns out the hippie was right. Yeah. 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 Wow. What so... a big twist. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy don't judge me but when I was in my 20s the boss that I both like feared and respected the most was this woman who the two things I can say about her aside from her being like an amazing boss who ran this like fancy restaurant was that she was obsessed with Disney princesses okay yeah I know that's I'm done that's the rest of it <laughs> no she was obsessed with Disney princesses and then she told me once that her favorite movie is Faces of Death. Oh, no. Do you know what that is? De you know what I that is, don't, right? but I... It's, it's Faces of Death me. is just, like... I've never seen of, it. I've never seen it either. But it's, like, one of those things that, like, I feel like it was a thing to see in the 90s, like, when mm -hmm. viral videos. It's just, it's just, like, a compilation of people dying. Yeah, people getting shot, On a tape. people yeah. killing themselves. Oh, I definitely saw something like that. <gasps> Maybe clips or something of it. Or yeah, yeah, I went to... Ooh, it's, all, it, all, well, it all just hit me at once. She, yeah, like, that yeah, was also in the era totally. where, like, I didn't know what Two Girls, One Cup was. And then my friend Rob's like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? And then he made me watch it. I felt very tricked. There was a that? lot of videos that I, like, I was just like, I don't need to see this. Like, yeah. as much as I'm fascinated, I just don't need to. Yeah. The guy who dies from the horse... 
sex. I just needed to see that. Oh my god. I, so I remember that too. It's so weird how there's so many of those yeah. stories. Yeah. Okay, so it, now you put it into context, I saw something like that not on the internet, at a museum. Oh, If you go to the Museum of Death in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. um, They have a room in the back that just plays that video, like, on a loop. That's awful. With, like, like, jaunty Mardi Gras music playing the whole time. Wow. So it's, like, videos of, like, crime scene photos and, like, you know, people getting speared in, like, Afghanistan. And it's just, like, playing the whole time. I'm not, like, upset about seeing images of death, and it's one of those things, like, if I saw it or was presented with it, I would be like, okay, that's fine, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go find that. I don't and know. I would never tell a person that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not judging you, I'm judging her. her. Yeah. I mean, looking, there was a point recently, looking back, where I was just like, was she fucking with me? Like, <laughs> I but, hope so, or else she's <laughs> also a murderer. She likes Disney princesses. But knowing, like, the kind, like, I can't really describe her well without, like, being more specific, because she's, like, a prominent figure where yeah, I saw or whatever, I mean, but, like... Anonymity is key. Yeah, yeah, but if you met her, you would be like, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you liked her. She was like I mean, a, she was a great boss. Yeah. She was, like, a strong woman in an industry that was, like, you know... And when I was, like, 22, I was just, like, she's my hero. <laughs> oh, and also, I was terrified. I was, like, I don't want her to be mad at me. <laughs> like, Do you think she watched it as part of, like, a like a motivational thing? Like, <laughs> like there's nothing any man can say to me at work today. Yeah. Because like, I just saw a guy get torn apart by dogs. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe yeah. that was her... That's um, some adrenaline. Yeah, yeah maybe sure. that was her yoga. Just, like, oh instead God. of listening to an audiobook, like, like oh, The Power of Positive Thinking, she just watches... Faces of Death. Yeah, Faces of Death. <laughs> yeah. But not Faces of Death Part 2. I mean, nobody likes the sequel. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. They really sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been awesome. This is really it's good. It's been so thank fun you to hang out. so much yeah. for having yeah. me. Yeah. This has been so much fun. Your stories are wild. They were. Oh, thank yeah. you. Really yeah. great. Do you want to plug anything for uh, you? My sister, Erin Mahoney, is a mm. comedian in Philadelphia. I am a bad brother, and I don't know of any shows that she's doing specifically. <laughs> oh, you're plugging her show. I took her show from her. She, yeah. yeah Alyssa took the show. But uh, she's always doing stuff in Philly. I know she's at Milk Boy a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you see her on Facebook or Instagram or, or what have you, she's great. Oh, you're she's what my a nice favorite brother. sister. That is really good. I want to give a shout out to my wife and my dog, Murphy. You guys are great. I yeah. confirm. Oh, I can confirm. <laughs> this To my wife, I know it's a little tough right now with school and all that stuff, but you are doing a great job and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. That's so cute. So, you know. I know that you've probably turned off this podcast a while ago because you're tired of listening to me talk. But if you get to this part, just know that uh, I'm really proud of you and I know you can get it done. No, that was so sweet. And if you see, yeah, oh yeah, we're over time. We're gonna have to cut it out. Well, I was gonna say, if you see Pat at one of Aaron's shows, you should buy Pat a drink. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Being subjected to dealing with us comedians. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink, but I love a ginger ale. (laughs) Nice cold ginger ale. Yeah, or some mozzarella sticks would be awesome. Uh, Buy mozzarella sticks. Buy me snacks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love snacks. Always done. Yeah. I have a show with Jake Matera at Punchline. It's called Time Flies, and it will be on June 9th at 8 p.m. You can get tickets at punchlinephilly.com for that. It's really fun. We have comics who perform different topical jokes from different time periods. So it's a good time. Yeah, thanks.
seen them both perform. They are great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So on May 24th and 25th, my sketch team, Cups and a Half, is at Fit Comedy. If you come on the 25th, we're doing a very special taping of our show, so please come. And then you can see me carrying the torch of Aaron's show, Comedy for Gentlemen, on June 7th at the Republican Club. It's a great show. Awesome. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that as some schmuck off the street, <laughs> not some highfalutin comedian person. <laughs> it is a really fun yeah. show. Yeah. Check it out. Well, this has been just delightful. Yeah, I'm this so is a glad. really good one. This is the this was the best use of my Cinco de Mayo podcast <laughs> <laughs> ever in yeah. history. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. Find us at the places you get podcasts. Visit our website to check out more show notes at realchillspodcast.com. Special thanks to Libby Rindell for doing our show artwork. Audio help by Sam Williamson. Follow us on Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Got a spooky story of your own? Maybe not your story. It could even be the one about that time your mom's friend's friend found a haunted diary at the bottom of a well. We want them all. Visit our webpage at realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Are you going to make a note that like we're recording this on Cinco de Mayo? Yes. My yeah. mom invited me over for turkey tacos. I was like, that's so cute. I was like, I, no, we're, I was like, we're doing stuff. Oh. They eat dinner at like five o'clock. Oh.